Hello, what's going on? Torque Talk. Rich Ryan here. Today, we have Nick Riker. We're talking about the Savage series, all the ins and outs of it, how Nick felt in the beginning, how he felt toward the end, some things that he would have changed, some things that we'd like to see change on the Savage end of things, and just overall celebration of this the inaugural season going down uh, with some success. So before we get into a big shout out to our Patreon members here at Torque, every dollar that is donated to this Patreon goes directly to the athletes to help them get to races, help them improve their performance. It's the best way that we can help this sport grow is to help get the development of the athletes at a higher level to make compelling stories and just make it real interesting in what's going to happen down the road for this sport. So shout out to Brent Boggs, Brent George, Amy Remmer, Dustin Needham, Kevin Gregory, Micah Dorfner, Kenny West, Ashley Reese, Frank Walsh, AJ Vs, John Ross Wiley, and Bennett Brothers, you guys are freaking amazing. If you also want to donate to Torque, you can take the link in the show notes to become a Patreon member. You get early access to these interviews, live access to these interviews, and, and some cool discounts and things down the road. So thank you guys so much. And here we go, Nick Riker. Nick Riker in the house. What's up, dude? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, super good. Super good. How are you? You're you're fresh off of Savage Series. You did every race. Every right? one of them. I you, did. Were, you weren't gonna miss it. No, not not even for a wedding. I was at. <laughs> you were in a wedding and you skipped it. I mean, in a wedding, it was my boss's wedding, and we all had something planned for him. So we weren't a groomsman, but I couldn't miss it. Did you miss it? No, I I oh. I had a I got there as a buzzer beater right before it started. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which race was that one? This past weekend, Ohio. Oh, so you okay? So you I went to drive, Ohio. Yeah, I had pretty much as soon as the race was over, I had to drive back down to Nashville. That's to a drive. It. Yeah, it's a drive. It's like How long? six hours. Oh yeah. my god! I can't believe you made it in, in time at all. I know. Nice, nice what, job. Yeah, the wedding was at five, and I got an hour back. But it was a lot of traffic. So, so you finished the series in sixth. Six overall. Yep. So how are you feeling in general? Like, how are you feeling about your finish? Disappointed. Not disappointed. Definitely didn't reach my goal of getting a podium. Uh, that was kind of like the lofty A-plus goal was to finish on the podium, which definitely thought was doable. Um, but then it was, you know, top five, definitely. Uh, that was de- like the A-minus. And then I wasn't even thinking really outside of the top five. And then B was like – Maybe I'll get six if everybody just sticks around the whole year. That would be cool. So definitely didn't reach my A goal. But I, looking back at all the races, I only had one bad race. Yeah. And even I had it, it was a good race until I just didn't pass an obstacle a couple times. But other than that, like I had a great series. I thought I had like a breakout because I've never done a full series of anything. So I thought I had like a breakout kind of thing almost. I think so too. And the the way that the series was structured was that there was three races that were mandatory and two that were optional. And you take yeah. the score from the best of your two if you want to do them both. <clears throat> so the first race was one of the mandatory ones, which is where you finished 11th, I believe. 11th, yeah. And then just looking back, like, I wish I could have at least got like eighth or ninth. I just kind of gave up there at the end when I lost my second. I was in second. When I lost second, I kind of just gave up. And now looking back, like, I really wish I had. A couple extra those points back, but because it kind of sinks it right, just with yeah, and like, and even after 
a third, two thirds, but only one third counted. Right. And then what was your and then two, Maryland? And then two fifths. And then two fifths. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I you had finished four in top five finishes and then one eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So when we back up, when you went looked into the series, when they announced it, were you like, "I'm doing this for sure"? Or was it? Yeah, yeah no it was brainer for you. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I was presented with the Spartan Pro Team contract, and I did sign. But the series races for Spartan are just—it's not something that's doable for me. They're all out west, out of the country, altitude, mountain, and I could train for that but i don't want to go to a race and then make the excuses like oh i don't i'm not a mountain altitude runner like beast guy so like it doesn't make sense so then savage comes out I was like i've never done a whole series of anything and i've always done okay a savage i'm not i haven't always done the best at obstacles but um yeah i was i was all in as soon as i announced it i was all in because they're all in the southeast and um wherever else at yeah you could you could drive did you drive to every one of them i drove or? to two of them i drove to georgia and um, Ohio, mm-hmm. and then the other side flew, and they yeah. were all easy flights. It really did kind of split that way, right? Where it was yeah. basically the Spartan series was the West Coast Mountain series, and the Savage yeah. series was the East Coast series. And that that the contract, I mean, you're not obligated to do any races, no. right? No, not at all. Not that tier three, tier three. I don't. They don't want me there, anyways. Are you going to chase tier three again? No, I don't think I could do enough Spartan races this year. The only way is I go to Kelowna, I feel like, and I do something special there. Well, you could win three. I think I got to I don't know. Races. I, I, I don't even have three on my schedule. You could, uh, they're counting like the Sunday races Are and they? stuff. Are they counting like the non-money races? And like, so I have the Nashville and then I have, well, I guess I do have more because I'm doing Philly Stadium, Fenway Stadium, probably Giant Stadium. Oh, Going into the stadium, a little stadium series. Nice. So, okay, so you're all in at that point, and coming into the season, this was really the first season after. Well, the first season after last season, where you had that that setback with your health, and kind of coming into this, it seemed like your expectations for yourself as an athlete had kind of kind of changed. So, you want to talk about that a little bit and how that that your mindset had kind of shifted from where the previous years was all about like making sure that you were uh, trying to win these races and doing all these things just to kind of perform. And this year you kind of seemed like you had a different. Yeah. I just, I wanted to go into the year and just not get sick, run a full season and just have fun with it. And Savage is a great opportunity because they have such an amazing staff, great obstacles and great people racing just to have fun. I just wanted to have fun racing again. Because like in 2019, when I was just living at home, 23 years old, nothing, I just was racing. And it was so much fun. I had so much fun, and I raced well. And then I got to that, oh, I'm actually kind of good at this. I should probably take it more seriously, almost like a job. And it just stressed me out so much. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fun. And so I looked at this season, and I was like, so if like even after the four race, like I got 11th, and it's like, you know, it's it's fine, like. Nobody really cares about this besides besides me. And at the end of the day, like I care. I, yeah, you care. And my dad cared. And dad cares. Dog probably cared. <laughs> but like but at the end of the day, like I went back to my job, did my job, and you know, you I'm at a job where I'm at a gym, so you have to like have customer service and membership and like you're there for them and like they make you feel amazing. 
Um, and it was like, that's, that race is fine. Like there's another one. This doesn't define who I am. So it was just, I just kept building on that. When I, when you have that mindset, you get to just, you don't get to be upset for a long time. And that's the best thing. Cause I, if I had that same mindset and I went down there, got 11th at a series race and just and wrecked my whole season, I would have been upset for weeks or maybe months. And I was upset for about a day and I got over it. And there's definitely a, a mourning period, which I think is okay. It's not, you can't. Yeah, just, you have to be. Yeah, yeah, you have to. And like, if you, like, obviously I care about this. Like, I don't want to spend the money and train every day and make sacrifices. So I obviously care a lot about it, but I can't let it just like kill me in the inside. So after the 11th place finish, you make the call that you're going to do the first optional race because it was the it was florida and then the two optional races were georgia, georgia and Charleston. south carolina yeah. yeah so in georgia you come to it and what, what are you what are you thinking at that point like how are you how's your think, feeling toward the rate toward yeah. the series and the race in general i kind of basically said the best i could possibly do is probably third in the series now and now it's like let's just spoil it for everybody else Let's go spoil it for Jared Flack, your homie, like my my oh, own. Yeah. Let's go try to spoil it for other people who did well. Um, and that was kind of my mindset going to it. And like Georgia, you know, it's an optional. So you think some people won't be there. Um, and that was the case. And I knew it was a good course for me. I got to drive there. So I didn't have to like do much travel. Um, and I was and I just kind of I brought it that day. I really stuck my nose into it. And I mean, I only missed first by 20 seconds and mm-hmm. Aaron's the one who won and I was running next to him the entire race like we chased down Kempson I you know I, I got all the way back to fourth and then I was able to pass Woods again like people that was a big big stepping stone in my racing career like somebody I've never beat before I was leading the whole beating them the whole race and they came back and passed me and I, you know I didn't get upset I didn't get down I just and I passed them again before the finish um and that, that, that breaks a huge mindset in me, like a, anybody, like somebody you haven't beat um, and you think you're about to lose to them, but you pull through. It's That was that was a breakthrough for sure. So explain, talk about that a little bit more because that is something that is really prevalent in racing that I think people might overlook a little bit is the idea of beating someone that you never beat before and, and the mental advantage that that person probably has over you and Mm -hmm. just the ability to kind of like will yourself to want to win. So in in those moments and someone like Woods, who is, you know, historically one of the greatest obstacle racers that we've had, honestly. Mm -hmm. So when in, in those races before, was there moments of doubt and where there's always doubt, always, always doubting. Like always, I've always been battled my mental game. And it's so easy. Like when I have friends or coworkers, it's like, why don't you just go win? I'm like, it's not easy. Like (laughs) like, only one person can win. I don't think, I don't think there's a huge fitness level difference in a lot of us. I I really don't. Um, There is like at the top of the top, like a Ryan Atkins or VJ, but everybody else, I don't think there's a huge difference. Um, Mm. It is comes more down to the mindset. And it's just, when you lose to somebody like Orion Woods and you've never came close and you're, and you are leading against him the whole race. I don't, I know he's 43 and I think he was sick before it or like Aaron Newell, you're running side by side. You're literally just in the back of your head. You're like, I'm, am I about to blow up? I'm, I'm surely I'm about <laughs> to make a mistake right. because they've always beat me before. I'm, I'm about to make a mistake. I know I am. Um, I, they're just 
they're just buying their time before they pass me because they know they can. So it's just, it messes with you so much. Um, and then when you just finally do it, like the next race in Charleston, Woods did the same thing. He came up to me and I was able to just run away from him because I know I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes that one time and it's really hard to get over it. When you reflect on that race where you did end up beating them, it was uh, after a Colossus, right? And everybody was like, kind of going backwards yeah. and like you found it and you got out and that was late in the race as well. So yeah. was there a point in that race where you're like, Oh, I can, I can beat these guys. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, Georgia. It was just like, you were like, I was in, se- I was in second for some of that race. That was I mean, when you, you smashed the carry, right? I smashed the carry and I was, I got through, um, ahead of Aaron and then he did his technical running that I wasn't as good as him and he got ahead of me, but and then I fell all the way back to fourth mm-hmm. um, with like a quarter mile left to go. And I remember feeling like I'm so heartbroken. Like, I mean, I was feeling so heartbroken. And then I got to the top of the water and I see they're both still in there. And like, it's still, it's still a possibility. Because um, if anybody's done that obstacle, you know, like it's hard. To, you just fall back, you slip, you don't know what's going on. So I just told myself, I can get out of the water as soon as I can. Maybe I could get one. And Woods just didn't get to the side, and I was able to. And that was a huge uh, – no, just a huge breakthrough again. Um, like, it really – that's why I love Savage. It really isn't over until it's absolutely over. And so then leading – coming out of that race, are you feeling like, all right, I've, I've made this kind of jump? Or are you feeling like – I um, Yeah. I thought I was making this kind of jump. Look at these comments here. Do you see this? Yeah. Fuck. I got comments, man. This is awful. This was happening just the other day too. I I, I gotta really, reach really, out to What's in your web browser that we? This is uh, upsetting to me. I'm hoping that this is, this is a Streamyard issue, not a. It's not a, a browser issue. My shit is secure. Apparently, apparently not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm trying to get these things out of here. Um, but yeah, oh, after boy. the race, I I literally did think like I have made a huge jump. Um, cause again, Kempson, former world OCR champion, Aaron Newell, kind of well-known as one of the best obstacle racers in North America and to come within six seconds of Kempson, 20 seconds of Newell on, you know, historically, of course, I'm not, I'm not the greatest at running hills. I'm pretty good at technical running and nasty terrain, which it was pretty nasty that day. Um, yeah, it just gave me that, that confidence that like that swagger a little bit, even like I'm walking around, like, like when you when you just finally have a little small breakthrough you have so much more confidence and that's what it that's what it was to me was there any thought that it might have been a fluke were you feeling like any like, imposter yeah. syndrome type of deal it was a little because i know because still in that race you had sean roberts you had alvaro um sean didn't finish the race he got hurt and alvaro just had a bad day and Ryan Brazoller, I think, hurt his knee. And Woods, again, he, I think he was feeling a little sick. So it was a little like, okay, anybody can do it once. Um, and I'm just training to do it the next time. So it was definitely in the back of my head. I don't know if I deserve this, but that's racing. Like, you can only beat who shows up. Some people don't finish sometimes, and that's part of OCR. For sure, for sure. So it, it sounded like there was a bit of – both sides to it like hey I'm, i've mm-hmm. done something i've never done before and now i'm ready to kind of keep it going but also it's like ah is is this right like if everybody shows up like how is it gonna go but the next race was the second optional race 
this is the third race of the series, which was in Charleston, right? Yes, so Charleston. A lot of the athletes who couldn't make Georgia would have had to have come to right. So like you knew Sean was coming, you knew Jared Flank was coming, you knew Alvaro was going to do it again because he didn't do so hot in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Didn't know if Kimson was coming. I knew Nor was um, Aaron was not. Um, I knew Woods was coming. So it's again like a solid field of great athletes. So it's that's the only thing. I wish they didn't have their two optional races back to back. That was a little weird. Yeah, it, it, it could have had it like yeah made made. South Carolina mandatory, then Maryland. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So that we're coming into that race. How are you feeling then? Are you like all right? So coming into that race, I was coming off of Go Rup games. Oh right. In the middle of a um ulcerative colitis flare. Mm-hmm. I lost about 10 pounds. I wasn't eating. I wasn't really training all that much because I couldn't. And I was like, I don't. I'm going to do it because what I don't know. What if I ha- I can get first or second and I just help one point? Because I already got a solid third. So if I'm not feeling well, I could just drop out of the race and it wouldn't hurt me that much. Mm-hmm. Um, did so you ever, it, did you ever like uh, self diagnose why you, why you had that flare up? No, I just think Randomly maybe I was off my, yeah, I think it just, I was off my medicine way too long. I had a little bender that I went on to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a couple weekends, and I think that didn't help at all. Not good for the health. Uh, yeah, not good with the health. And I think just the inflammation comes back. And that's what I've o- I'm always been worried about. I'm constantly worried. Like the inflammation can literally come. I'm on medicine again, but it can literally come back whenever it decides to. Um, so it's always kind of terrifying. And that was like, the first real uh, flare up that you had since the diagnosis, yeah. right? Right. And like I remember just waking up on a Monday and I'm like, something's off again. Like instantly. I remember just like, I can feel my, I can feel the inflammation in my gut. Like mm. I can feel it being inflamed mm. and like, I wasn't eating. And then like Charles and I was like, I don't know. Cause I haven't been able to make it through a run. I got more than five minutes without having to use a bathroom, like in a month, almost like three weeks. So I was just like, again, the adrenaline, I didn't eat for 18 hours before the race. <laughs> let's go do the race and see how it happens. If I have to drop out, I drop out. Yeah. Do you ever think about like how it's cause it's strange that your quality sessions are usually fine and the mm-hmm. racing aside from go rock games, right. But that where that was a, a two hour event, which is something yeah. that you're like, probably just isn't going to go well in mm-hmm. general, but that you're usually pretty good. Yeah. And I don't race get it. Days. Yeah. Like yeah. what could you do and what's different on race days? Than every other day, the adrenaline. Yeah, it's yeah. That's all it is. Is the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You tell you tell your body to to shut yeah, up. Yeah, my body just yeah. And there's been moments in racing. I'm like, oh no, oh no, it's happening, and then it just goes away. Hmm. Uh, but like when I'm in training, I'm like, oh no, it's happening. I'm like I'm just I'm, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Like mm-hmm. you I'm don't gonna, you like you I'm, don't I'm force it away. today, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like I definitely was. Didn't think Charleston was going to go as well as it did, but coming away with a third there um, on a, just a flat, fast course, mm-hmm. I had no chance beating Alvaro and Sean that day. Obstacles were dry. I was really running like 520 pace, and they were running away from me. So I was like, eh. That's wild. What can you do? Yeah. It was that fast? Yeah. yeah. That was It was very fast. It was extremely fast. <clears throat> so, and – 
at this point, the obstacles, and I've heard some like rumblings that they're kind of making it a little bit easier for the series. Do you believe this to be the case? And I don't think it's they're making it easier. Like we're just getting better. You think so? I think we're getting better. Um, yeah, like it's the, a six foot Lachey is not the craziest thing for the, even for the women's side anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they're just getting better, and we're getting better at it. Like they would have to do something ridiculous, I think, for it to 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 not to be really hard. Were you ever worried about like what the rig was going to look like? Yeah, every race I was. <laughs> every race I was worried about what's the rig going to look like. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing it is it's it, that's kind of like the sphere of savage right it's like this yeah. thing that you have no control over but could completely ruin your race i mean you have control over your spear not not to say that that's that's something but like it's just this anxiety that you can kind yeah. of feel it's just like a little bit and, of control outside of the race and then when they stop doing like pre-race previews for it yeah what's like, the deal with that i don't know but like savage is really good you can go see the rig the day of can't try it out but you can go look at it and all if i could just look at it before i race i i have a plan and then I'm pretty confident then. So you'll just look at it and be like, okay, this move, this move, yeah. this move, and then I should be good to go. Yeah. And it works most of the time? Yeah, it's worked pretty much every time. As long as, as, long as I have some good idea about it, uh, I I'm feel pretty confident I can get through any rig. Maybe not as well as some, but I know I can get through it. Yeah. What, what would be something that would have just really been like, uh, not sure how this is going to go when it comes it's to It's when they have those white PCP stripper poles pvc p no you screw me up again what pvc whatever <laughs> and they're like dewey well, oh, that's right. the other thing it's like that's just i don't know 50 50 chance of getting through it and and that's more just weather and everything right. like that right yeah uh so that, that's mostly the factor and so there were some races where they had some stuff and didn't have other stuff mm-hmm. what, what, yeah how how was that? And did that plan to your race plan at all? Like they had some obstacles, and then they didn't have any. Then at some location they didn't have those obstacles. Yeah, like and that wasn't their explanation. Like because we can. Yeah, I mean you get to see the course map, so it's not uh, that big of a deal. Um, I don't think that was big of a deal. It was just Savage being Savage. Like hey, we and they are kind of um, sometimes handicapped about where like the property if they can do certain things or not for sure um like the tree hugger obstacle i fell off in florida i'm pretty sure that's only at their florida location that's the only place that was i'm pretty sure yeah yeah at, that i've raised at. were you uh, like looking at the course map every time always, like, oh man always, <laughs> yeah, tree hugger again. Uh-huh. um so a second third and those are both huge and those paid out right third yeah they paid out paid out um the Charleston didn't help me in the standings at all, but no. you know, it kind of got like it bumped some people like Jared Flack, like he got one place lower. Matt Hill got one place flank. Yeah. He got flack. Flank. He got one place lower. Like, so it's still was like, okay, I didn't gain any, but some people that were around me that didn't go to Georgia, they had a place they got one place lower. Right. So it, it's a it's a you can look at it that way as well. It's like kind of displacing like your seventh guy in cross country displaces yeah. somebody else's like fifth. Right. Right. But uh, it was and it was a great race. I mean, I had a great race. So a lot of confidence builder. Too. And just to build that confidence back up, yeah. Woods didn't do this one or no? Oh, he did. So he did. Like, was able to run away from Woods again there. So um it all worked out. Busting that ass. All right. And then the next race you knew everybody was gonna be at, which was Maryland. Right. How did that change things? Were you 
like were you still like hey i'm gonna run with these dudes like let's let's make it happen or or we'll yeah so maryland was again like i didn't just fully decide to go to maryland until about two days before it because you're still not feeling great yeah i was still i was feeling worse i was feeling worse but i got on some prednisone about a week before the race um and i finally had my first Sorry, listeners. I finally had my first solid poop in six weeks, like a day before the race. So I was like, that was a good sign. Like I woke up and I felt fine. So I was just going to Maryland. I was like, I don't, I haven't done much training. I haven't done a quality session or anything. Um, like my, what I've been doing was riding the assault bike and just doing short runs after it for like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, so like, I, I just wanted to race. I, I was very conservative in Maryland, definitely at the start. Uh, I was thinking if I can get top six, top seven, like I'm already kind of out of the series, that would be a good day still. You ended a fifth? Fifth, yeah. And like at one point, I mean, I was running with Sean, Briz, and I was with about a mile left. Hmm. And that was been that was three through fifth right there. Right. Uh, and I got, you know, I, I was in third for a little bit. I was in fourth for a little bit. And I just ran out of gas at the end. Wait, when did you run your mile? I ran my mile a week uh, about 10 days after Maryland. Oh, it was after Maryland. Yeah. Like when I started feeling better, I started feeling better. Nice. Like instantly, like back, back to the old me, like almost even now I even feel like now sitting here today, I almost feel like pre, like I don't even have UC. Like that's how much better I feel. Maybe it's like your, the, your way of altitude training. <laughs> you just like feel terrible every day in your stomach. And then when it goes away. Yeah. And I feel that I'm just fit. Then you're crushing. Then you're crushing. So let's talk about the mile though. Cause that was, yeah. in, that was in that mix. Yeah, it, that was, what was, what was better? A, a sub four twenty mile or third place at a savage. I think a sub four twenty mile. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's cause that's good. a huge PR, a huge, that's a, a eight second PR. It's wow. Really? Yeah. Were you solo? Solo whole time. So I was, so yeah, it's at my hometown in Heron, Illinois, shout out. Um, at every year we have a town festival and the last day they have road races. They have a 10 K and they have a mile. And I always get so much crap because I never do the 10 K and I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing the mile every time. I'm doing the mile, that's <laughs> you all know where to find me. Yeah. I don't have any interest in running a 10 K on the road, like on a horrible course, but the mile is just it's straight downtown down on our main, our main highway. Uh, wind is always at your back. It's a little downhill, those first 300 meters, and then it flattens out. Uh, so it was a great course to run a PR. It's and straight. I did, yeah, it's, it's straight. straight. No, turns. Yeah, no turns. And like the only quality session I could be doing, like when I was like my stomach flare, was just kind of short mile specific workouts, like that lasted 10 minutes. So like I was in shape to at least feel that pain. If that makes sense. Were you doing 200s and 400s or? Yeah, I was doing like 90 seconds hard, 90 seconds jog. And I, I remember that was a good workout. I did like three or four rounds of that and then some 200s. Uh, they're actually like why I went to Maryland two days before Maryland. I did, okay, I'm going to do a mile workout and see how it feels. I did six 200s all at 28 seconds. And then I took um, like a jog back and to recover. And then I took like a, a four minute rest after all those. And I did a half mile in like a 220. Mm. So I was like, okay. I was like, I feel fit. That feels good. And it felt easy. 
Um, and I was just hoping the mile I can go sub 430. And I just went for it that day because the wind yeah. was the wind was per it was like 15 miles an hour. Um, there was this old guy on the bike who like like the town runner, like the mentor. And he's like, you can do something special today. Just go after it. So I just went after it straight from the gun. What was your 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 splits were fifty eight two oh two and then whatever I finished in. A half but mile. I, I didn't feel like I I um I was losing that much time. Like I still I didn't feel like I was like dying at all. But uh that I third quarter, lose. if you can hang on. And I don't know, I ran like a two I ran like a, a sixty eight. So like hung on ish. Fifty eight. Okay, so it was Wait, so 58, 64, 68. Is yeah. that right? And then would you close in like 65 or something? Um, what was my right, so my last two, two. it was a two seventeen, so sixty-eight, so six sixty-nine. Okay. Is that the math right? Yeah. You, my you, last four hundred was my was my slowest one. You probably would have been out kicked, but maybe you got away ahead yeah. of everybody. Yeah, there were some high scores that went with me for about a hundred meters. They did really, yeah. mm-hmm. and then my friend Brian went for me as well. He he stuck with me for about two hundred, and he actually only ended up running like a four fifty eight. But he was like, "Yeah, you went out so hard. Like it took forever for those high school kids to finally pass me. I, <laughs> I was, he was already so out in front of them." But that's what do you think? You think you could do that on track too? I don't think so. You think the wind would just uh, the wind and maybe the turns too? Turns a little uh, bit. I actually got asked uh, – I'm in a running group in Nashville, and I posted. I was like, look at it because it was 419.99. Heck, yeah. So right under it, count it. <laughs> um, and I posted in there, like, there's a coach in there, uh, and he was like, we're, we're holding a high school mile, like, last chance. We want our kids to go, like, 415. Do you want to pace for, like, the first – you want to pace the first 1,200? And I went, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> 1200 meter like you don't want me pacing i mean if you were doing 63s and you just didn't pace it like a maniac but and see, could, I you don't not, know could you not pace it like a maniac i don't think so yeah i don't think yeah. i would be able to pace it. i'm like i would be all over the place i promise you that yeah that's probably probably better that, that that you didn't opt for that one yeah we weren't right. quite di- weren't quite dialed in with the pace and i was like it was being on a track I don't, have, I don't have any spikes anymore i would have to wear like i don't know i guess my my Brooks, um, Hyperion's. I don't know. What do you think you run? Four twenty-five? Maybe. I would like to think. I would think so. I would like to think. Yeah. Top top three milers in OCR right now. If anyone want next Memorial Day, Memorial Day twenty twenty-three, show up to Heron, Illinois. I'll host <laughs> everybody, and we'll race that mile. We'll find out. Just make. I would say. I mean, Sean's going to beat you. Yeah. And then, and then after that, I don't know. I mean, Nick Mask was the fastest mile at OCR stars two years ago. Yeah, maybe him. Maybe. Uh, Ian Cassidy, I know, ran like a 424 on the track a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. He ran under two. Yeah, he ran under two. Uh, but he got worked in Ohio last week or something. So I don't know. Yeah, he almost doesn't count on the OCR side yeah. anymore. He's almost like a track runner running I like OCR. I like my chances against a lot of people. I like it too. <laughs> so doing that – yeah, and are you thinking like, man, if if I just had the high school back, I'd be just like, oh, I, I texted my uh, my um my high school coach texted me and said, why couldn't you be that fast when you were in high school? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I played baseball, that's why. Didn't have UC then. Right. The uh, what was your high school PR? 
440. 440? Mm-hmm. Then it dropped to 420. Yeah, because 420, I mean, say even 425. What what, what would have won your like league meet? Oh, I would have won. Sectionals, I think our sectionals, you had a reason to go like there was sub 422 in the 16. Uh, there's a couple of good guys. And then usually the state winner is always a sub 420. You guys are fast in, yeah. in terms. You're, you're yeah, like, it's usually anywhere from 415. Like it's been as low as like I've seen in the last couple of years, like a 410 to like a 415 usually wins it. You don't got that dude like in PA. What's my guy's name? Barry Martin. Martin. Yeah. Rocking the glasses, just <laughs> crushing sub fours. Sub fours, yeah. The So what is it? It goes sectionals? Is that like your way to move? Yeah, we just have – we have sectionals and then states. And then top two from sectionals go or a qualifying time. Or a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even run the 1600 at section. I ran the 800 and ran like a 201 and I got like ninth place. So oh, yeah. It's pretty good runners. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, we call that districts. And was your was your section a big section? I'm not probably not. Yeah, right? it was, no, it was because we were the biggest school, in, like one of the bigger schools in Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. So there was 1A, 2A, 3A, and we were in 2A. But a lot of the two A's, a lot of the other schools in Southern Illinois were 1A. Which and is we smaller. Were, we were, yeah, we were the small. We were one of the smallest two A schools in the state. So uh, we had to go up against a bunch of schools like in the St. Louis area, in the Central Illinois area sectionals, where like they just they have way more kids, way more better runners. Yeah. So would you have like 250, 300 kids in your grade? In my grade, I had 120, maybe. Oh, you're like, one yeah. of the bigger schools in yeah, Southern we Illinois. Had, we had 700 kids in our whole school, and we're probably the third biggest school of all southern Illinois. yeah oh so still very small very small very small um yeah correct and there's that many people running under like 201 yeah yeah okay like i yeah I, I feel pretty good about my senior year sectionals i ran 201 i played baseball too so i never got to train um so yeah I'll so you're half my you're half uh you're half mile you're 800 in your road uh mile was not your pr no pretty close to it pretty close Mm -hmm. pretty close so carrying that confidence you're then rolling into going into into ohio 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 is hilly Mm -hmm. but they're hills that like i train on like they're 250 to 300 and even from back home in illinois and in nashville those are kind of like the hills you have and i'm pretty good at that i'm pretty good at that at that grade as well, they had it at. Um, it How steep would you like? Any idea? Because they started just straight. I haven't watched yeah, the coverage it's yet. Not, start it's not like you ever have to power hike, really. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah, you can. You can look at this chat, dude. It's still blowing you up. Can, yeah, but you can. Um, yeah, it's very runnable the whole time. But it, I mean, it's steep. It's steep. So, again, I haven't watched coverage yet. Mm-hmm. But you took it out. I took it out because. Before the race, um, if we go to the standings, top five gets paid out. Fifth only gets 250, but it's like, okay, you're top five in the series. Oh, it does? It really matter. Yeah. So I was in six. Me and um, Jared were in, tied for six. So I knew I had to at least beat Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, so the worst I could get is seventh, and the best I can get a fifth, but I have to beat Briz by five spots. Oh, geez. So and he would have had to really blow up. Yeah. And I'm like, I would have had to win or get second. And then he would just have to have not that great of a day. Mm-hmm. I would have to have somebody else like help me out, like Ken or J- um, James Zoich or something like that. Um, so I, I was like, I have to, 
if I win, he has a good chance of maybe getting six because I'm just looking at the guy. So, like, I have to go for it. Yeah. And the only way to really beat Kempston is, I mean, I'm not going to chase him down. He's not going to fail anything. I'm not going right. to chase him down. You kind of have to go with him. So, yeah, I led the first climb, and I was shy for shy with Kempston the whole way down as well. And then there was a, a mile and a half flat section. I kind of just didn't have the legs for it. And Sean, Jordan McDougal, and Aaron Newell, they passed me there, and I just never caught back up. Jordan didn't do the whole series, right? No, we only did two races. He did the first and the last. Huh. It's kind That's of annoying. I'm surprised our guy Logan Broadbent didn't show up. That was I know he went lot. to he went to he's a Spartan guy. He went to he went to Ohio Spartan tier two. Yeah, he's tier two. Um, okay. And that race, the Ohio Spartan is only like I think an hour outside of Cleveland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he's doing those distances, uh, yeah, but later in the year. Yeah, and I didn't have the greatest obstacle game on Saturday at Ohio. Like I lost time on a lot of stuff, and I just didn't have the legs running flat after like going downhill hard i just didn't and they they just outran me um but those once they passed me less than a mile in and nobody else passed me briz and i battled back the last about five or ten minutes back and forth but was able to get him even though he beat me in the series i beat him three out of five races this year so i know yeah so i mean but all to him he he never had a bad race he never had his worst placing was I think Charleston, which didn't count, but other than that, like it was six and above, like he never had a bad race. And I think he had, if he had some different tactics, I think he had some podium mm-hmm. finishes in him for sure. Yeah. Like that first race, it was just like, dude, you got you to chill. Right. Yeah, right. So. Like, he was very, very good athlete. So, so that was tough, but I glad I went for it and all my Strava segments on it, you know, on the first one up, I was number – I had the second fastest time on the first up and downhill. I was the second fastest on the second uphill. And on the second up and downhill, I was the second fastest there as well. So I was top two or three on all climbs and descents. So your running's working. Yeah. It was exactly that. It was just a flat ground. I just didn't have it. So if you were to change one thing about this series or more than one thing, like if for next year if you have notes for them, like what would you, what would you kind of put out there for them? I would definitely – Best four out of five. Like, don't do those two optional ones. It just didn't make sense. Um, what? Yeah, like, I don't know the reasoning behind it. It's just to get the best competition at at least three races. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I would prefer a best four out of five. It just like I mean, say my Florida race went well, I wouldn't have had it done Ohio, so I wouldn't have had to rush back for the wedding. Right. That's kind of a selfish reason, but I would do best four out of five. If they want to do that optional reason going forward, I would not do that back to back, you know. Um, but other than that, like, it was amazing. It was one, it was some of the most fun races I've ever done. Like even leaving Ohio, I was like, I'm feel like I'm leaving graduation. If like in high school, I'm not going to see my buddies um, for a little bit. Like we got pretty close as competitors and racers, and with the Savage um, employees, like they're amazing people. Like. They're such a small company, so you get to know every single person, um, and they know you. So it it, it was like a great five races they put on. What was like the popular song around the time you were graduating for a graduating song? Oh, it was that um one in um Fast and Furious by Wiz Khalifa, whatever that song is. Uh, like I see you again. Oh, yeah, that was the that was what that was everybody, pretty popular. Yeah, okay, I got it. 
Because, yeah, there was like Green Day, I think, was right around more, more around my time. And the Vitamin C, you can't forget that one, the graduation song. But mm-hmm. um, so you're playing Wiz Khalifa on your way out back to the way. Right. right. So it was, yeah, I got, got close with people I haven't like only known through the, like known through social media. Um, so it was cool. It was good. Like, I, I see why people love series races because you see the same people and get to really compete against them. Yeah. So, Okay, so this just the best four out of five. That makes sense. The scoring, I mean, the scoring's fine. It's simple. Scoring, yeah. Like when you start doing like weighted, I get why you should do weighted because, you know, it, you should reward people with top finishes, but it kind of just the math. I don't know. Quick math doesn't work well with that. I mean, we don't need to do the quick math, but nobody needs to. You're just out there on the race course, just mm-hmm. crunching numbers. Right. Yeah. That's why you're trying to do it on tree hugger. Right. You know, on the ground. It's a problem. Uh, well, cool, man. I mean, that I was really happy to see out there. And like, I did think that you did have a couple of like big breakthrough type races mm-hmm. and, and just running with confidence and knowing you kind of belonged because for that, yeah, wasn't sure. Like there'd be a Spartan race here or there and you'd clean up regionally. You'd show up at some of the national races and you had some top tens in there, but never one that was like, Oh, there's Riker the entire time. And you yeah. had, those type of um, races in this series. So I, I think that there was some breakout and, and maybe because we didn't have 2020, really, we didn't get to see it too much, but this was really cool to kind of see uh grow into like the high end competitor. Right. And like in the past, I would, I mean, the reason why I didn't go to a lot of series races or big races, I was scared. I was scared to compete against people that I know was so much better than me. Um, but then I do this and like you're forced to like, okay, like get better or don't be competitive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really like, it's showing me like how much faster I actually am than I thought I was mm-hmm. like running five fifteen in Florida the whole time. Like, I don't think I could have ever done that. Like through obstacles, like that's, it gives you a lot of, like, I see why people do these big races because you get the best out of yourself. Yeah. And that's that. And it becomes that way. Right. Like, and I think, I fall, I fell victim to similar to a mindset that you had for a long time where it's just like, Oh, I, if I go to the race and I'd rather go to a race and win, than go to a race and get like 10th against Mm -hmm. good competition. Right. And now it's the opposite of that. It's like, why would I go to a race if there's not going to be the best competitors there? Because who am I supposed to stack myself up against and and how am I supposed to push myself as hard as possible? So I agree with you. And it's always cool cool to get an easy win, but What's the point of putting all the hours in a race and to training, getting up early, having early nights and everything, if you're not going to truly find out how good you can be? Just to keep on, just to hang on to that tier three. Yeah, right? Who cares about that? I mean, it's nice to have the the free pass. It's pretty cool. It is. Sure. So, okay. So, you got, you're going to take some some downtime now? Or what's it looking this like? This is a down you? week for me. It's actually perfect. We're going to New Orleans as a work trip. Sweet. Um, Have you been? I've never been to New Orleans, um, and I'm going to act like a fool, and then it's <laughs> back, back, to, back to being serious. Then you're going to come back, have some gut inflammation, deal might, with it. Yeah, I might. I might. I'm on my, I'm on my steroids, though. So it should help a little. And then, uh, and then after that, check out our guy. Our guy Glenn's taking a look. He's going to be out of Chicago, too, and now, oh, uh, yeah. announce, an announcement there. I didn't know that. It's going to be pretty stacked out in Chicago, it looks like. Good. We might as well do a pre-world pre, pre um, championship in Chicago. 
So I think at this moment, from what I just off the top of my head, not really knowing much else, like Glenn's been putting in really good work for that, and he's going to be a problem because he's fast. Uh, to me, me, Kent, you're in there, Glenn. Um, I mean, he's just off hernia surgery. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to convince Kirk. Um, Jack Bauer might. Jack is on a canoeing trip. Oh yeah, and he's not good anyways. The the race brain contingent t- is is accounted for maybe maybe kirk uh i i heard victor i heard um derek york too okay so we're talking like eight deep right there i would love to see that dude Anas come out that'd be cool oh, yeah he, he'll probably come out maybe i don't know i don't know if he's traveled too far for a race yet but um it could be fun hmm. or anybody else we didn't mention you it's nothing against you we just don't know just come and bring it mm-hmm. right just show you show your presence mm-hmm. right and then what's the uh, what's the fall look like for you? It's pretty dicey because the only thing is with work, um, I, I I dropped to a new role in the headquarters, like on a corporate location, and we're opening up new locations. That I'm a part of like a suit. A look lot of them. And are a lot you wearing of a suit? Gonna, nope. Not um, right now. Still gym attire. Okay. Good. Uh, and we're going to be opening up three of them in the fall. And one of them is looking like it's going to happen on OCR World that week. Hmm. and and i want to go to ocr rolls so bad like like i said like that's the best competition i'm running great uh the people that are probably good contenders there i race against them in savage all year and mm-hmm. i held my own for the most part i it wasn't any mountain races but on my own i think i'm a better uphill runner than i think i am so i want to go do it i want to go do it it's time for me to do something like that so you just got to figure it out. But if it's not, if I can't do OCR Worlds, it's going to be uh, more of just a DECA focus and stadiums. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you said you mentioned the stadiums and DECA. Definitely Chicago. You see the New Jersey's happening again now? Yeah. So my, probably we're at. Yeah, probably won't get to there. Um, oh, it's going to be at the same like spot? That's, I think so. Okay, yeah. Then I'm not going to go do it on turf. With the turf, yeah. Yeah, fast times if I have to. Right. It's just, I mean, it just depends. Where are you sitting right now? Not in the top 12. You're not in the top 12? Because, I mean, Denver is just, that's Denver, not good. Denver was a wash, yeah. I mean, at altitude and on turf, right? Yeah, that was a wash. That was stupid for me to go out. That was well, so you, stupid. You learned yeah. about altitude. Mm-hmm. It is real. Didn't even get to see you. Like, it was so dumb for me to go out there. <laughs> that was a tough, that was a tough time to get COVID, for sure. Very tough. Time to get COVID. Never uh, a good time, but. But if I don't, you know, probably I have West Palm on the schedule just okay. just in case. You never know. Um, and I'm tentatively – it's only in August, but I, I'm flirting with the idea to go to Kelowna. Don't know how. Like, I Do, do you have a Spartan under your belt? I have one Spartan under my belt, yeah. Jacksonville early in the year. Oh, right. Yeah, but I, I'm talking about I know how because that's like a two – probably a two-hour plus, two-and-a-half-hour race. I haven't been training that much for it. So we'll see, but I want to go do it. I just, I feel like, again, like that's where the competition's at and I need to go see if I can do it. You should go out and, uh, and rabbit. Can do that. And everybody says like, it'll be worth the trip anyways to go out there. Like how beautiful it is. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, sweet man. Well, again, Really fun to see you out there getting sixth place in the series. No payout for six, huh? No payout for six. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You made a little bit of money. Probably didn't make any money. No, I, I'm i a negative on the season. If anybody <laughs> thinks I'm a pro athlete, uh, 
I, I just got in a relationship and my, my girlfriend, Alex, like, oh, you probably have like all these sponsors. I'm like, no, I have, <laughs> I have VJ shoes that give me free pair of shoes. That is it. What about no. that? Uh, the realtor? Uh, yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while. He's he's going through some family stuff. Didn't, so didn't see a return. Really didn't see a return on investment. Yeah, probably not. Anyway. I don't. I didn't give him anything, but uh, yeah, he uh, he's going through some stuff. So I, I just haven't been wanting to reach out and ask for money. Don't think it would be kind. Uh, yeah, but I was like, I don't have, I don't make money doing this. So that's why I shouldn't get too upset because like I love doing it. Yeah, uh, Amy has been saying like one time introduced me that I was all pro athlete, and I was like, I was like, I'm really, really not. <laughs> like, like I can make some money, but barely, just like enough to pay for all the rest of the races. Yeah, your Iowa Chicago should have paid for something. Uh, yeah, it's just, it just kind of goes back into the. It's probably paying for my flights and hotel out to Decca to Decca Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and then I, I made a little bit at at, at High Rock Vegas, Chicago, Vegas yep. too. Mm-hmm. I might I might be okay. I might make it in the in the black this year. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I haven't made money. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's wrap this thing up. I'll see you in Chicago for sure. Yep. And then enjoy yourself in New Orleans. Eat some po boys. Do you like seafood? No, but I'll try it if I'm there. It's all fried anyway. It's fried, Every, everything's fried. fried. Yeah, yeah fried. you're good to go. Yeah. All right, my guy. I'll talk to you soon. See ya.